The rest of that year was pretty easy. You know how it is toward the end of the year. Less homework, more sleeping in class, because teachers don't really care as much. But for us seniors, it's more preparation, more pre preparation for adulting in the real world, and plus, senior prom. I really wanted to go, but I didn't have a date. But I just, for some reason, something was telling me to just go, have a good time, be the old Mallory that you lost. Be the old Mallory who's fun, who's vibrant, who's full of life, full of joy, who is... who is not defined by... by the past, by depression, by anxiety, by what anyone says about her. Be the Mallory, the best Mallory you can be. I, I'm going to prom and there's nothing you can do to stop me. And that is when I passed Kirsten and Kathy in the hallway and Kirsten reached out to me. Mallory! Do you want to sit with us at our group at prom? I accepted. It's like God was hearing my, my internal dialogue. He was with me. He wasn't ready for me to, to come home with him. I was meant to be on this world for a reason. And for the rest of that day, for the rest of that day, I had a high-vibe euphoric state around me. As I went home, walked home in that crisp spring fresh air, as lilacs bloomed and fresh green grass and green leaves painted a picture along with the cloudless blue sky. I was free and yes I do have my ups and downs but like I said nothing nothing can stop me When I got home that day, it was nice out, so I decided to hang out in the backyard until Mom got home from work. I plopped my pink backpack on the concrete floor and sat on the hammock and started to gently swing back and forth. I pulled out my phone and went to Facebook. Scrolling through pictures and, and mindlessly scrolling through my friend's posts, I'll get to those accomplishments one day, but right now, I just need to trust in God. I'm graduating high school, I'm going to prom, I'll drive one day, I'll even get a boyfriend one day. All I have to do 
is trust the process. God knows what he's doing. But then, I got a message on Facebook. It was from Red. She sent a frowny face. Girl, I need you. Me. What's wrong? Red. Me and Trent broke up. Me. Oh no. What happened? Why? Red. I made a big mistake. Me. Uh-oh. What? Red. A long time ago, I cheated for like five minutes. Me. How did he find out? Maybe if you tell him it was a long time ago and that it didn't mean anything, he'll forgive you. Just show him how sorry you are. Everyone makes mistakes. Red. Someone told him. And I tried, but he's done. Me. Aw, I'm sorry. Maybe he's just really hurt right now and just needs time. Red. I think it's done forever. Me. I'm sorry. If you ever want to talk, I'm here. Red. Thanks, Boo. It hurts so much. Me. Please try not to be sad. Wow. Poor Red. Did... But wait. She cheated? And wait. What? It is morning. I am enjoying a fresh cup of coffee while listening to the sounds of the cheering current and the innocent seagulls gliding across the deep blue cloudless sky. My toes dig into the hot, muddy sand. The air smells like sunscreen and the sun kisses my shoulders. Billows of families jostling each other to get to their beach towels dripping wet. Any stress and anxiety offing out of my brain like a volcano as I then melt away into a heavenly place in my head. Allowing me to observe how strong the waves are becoming, just like me. I flux and glide across the shore. Sand hotter than ever, tides coming in. I finish my coffee, and freshly grilled brine is calling my name. That morning, it was a beautiful, warm, summery day, along with nothing but quiet leaves gently rustling, and the morning buses humming past my house. For some reason, as beautiful and peaceful as it was, I felt a pit at my stomach, like things would fall apart any moment.
I hope I was wrong. I really hope that I was wrong. Mom drove me up the road toward the school, and what I saw... Policemen scattered all over the parking lot like a crime scene. A bald man who had a big strong build and a silver badge on his belt, directing everyone who had been wondering what was going on. The crowd had cleared away, and to my surprise and utter terror when I saw that familiar-looking white BMW smashed up against the telephone pole. Hey, uh, fellow uh, podcasters. <laughs> um, wow. Thank you so much for listening this far to my story, even though it was it has been an embarrassingly long amount of time since I've recorded an episode. But that's because I felt like I was dwelling in the past too much but come to think of it this is my present self sharing my story in hopes to help someone else to help a future Mallory out there you know and when I was living it like eight years ago There was something in my mind that said this would make a, a story one day. This, not a great story, but it would make a story. A cautionary tale. And today, it feels like I'm not living in the past or anything. And I'm not worrying about it jeopardizing my future mentally this is me in the present moment sharing my story with you guys because why not (laughs) so this episode specifically and the episodes the very few episodes that are uh, coming they're actually going to be words from the top of my head some written down, some me just like trying to like remember what the heck happened next cause what happens next or what happens, what happens in a couple of episodes, I would like to get off my chest, but also it's pretty crazy, (laughs) pretty unexpected. So that's why I came back on here to share. And I didn't, like I said, <laughs> this is just, th- this whole th- thing is just like, was at the top of my head. So I apologize if I sound awkward. But, um, yeah. Thank you for still listening to Downtown Girl. Alright. See you next episode. <laughs> <laughs>